Welcome. You're listening to Pacific Bible Church Podcast, hosted by Pastor Vern Frank. We want soft hearts before God, and then we can get more word in there. (laughs) We can get more word planted on in there, and so we can fulfill God's purposes, which is the title tonight, or actually, it's Keys to fulfilling God's purpose or purposes, part one. I say part one because this will probably be more than one part. (laughs) Keys to fulfilling God's purposes. You want to fulfill God's purposes? That's important. And that's what children of God want to do. That's what the saints of God want to do, fulfill God's purposes uh, for our lives. You know, you're created for a purpose by God himself. Isn't it sad that millions and millions of people never even start in the purpose of God for their life? Don't even begin. Live their whole entire life and die and never even start what God made them for. His purpose. Come on. That's that. But it happens all the time, as we can see easily. <laughs> easily. Uh, I was just telling someone, I don't remember who it was now, but <laughs> I was saying again, and I've said it in the congregation, but you know, there are many people who have no, millions of people have no interest in God at all. And God's purposes for their life. And if you don't believe me, like I say, I would say, just go knock on some doors. Hello? What are you doing here? <laughs> well, I just wanted to ask you if you love Jesus. If you know Jesus, you love him. Do you, do you, do you know Jesus? Do, is you, do you love Jesus? Get off of my porch, you dummy. What are you doing out here? That happened over and over and over and over. And we experienced it handing out the books all the time. You know, you know, you were there. You were there. You were there. I, we had people throw, the, throw my book in the garbage can before we left the porch. People, here, I just wanted to give you this book. What's it about? What's about Jesus? Oh, man, take that back. Get that out of here. Well, there's millions of those people. And they have no interest in God's Purposes, but I trust tonight I got some people here who are, who are interested. Yeah. <laughs> you don't come out on Sunday night at church. You ain't interested in finding about God's purposes. <laughs> come on now. Fulfilling God's purposes, right? Like I, I said, when I was, when I was, uh, when I was first saved, church, normal, nor, it was very normal, right? Very normal. And it still is in the South more than in the North, <laughs> just where we are, right? That churches, and they still, like I said, my, the church I was in Tulsa uh, still, still, still meets Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Hello? Because they, they, want, they wanted more. Hello? And so fulfilling God's purposes, man, if you want to fulfill God's purposes, that's, that's what I did when I first got saved. I wanted more word. More church, 
more word, more church, more word, more church. Hallelujah. And, and I, I still accredit, and we talked about this morning, being connected to the body for my, my, my success in Christ, that, that I, I'm still standing here. I'm still, I'm still serving the Lord since I was 19 because I was connected to the body. And what does the Bible say? As you, as the day approaches, don't forsake the assembly of yourselves together and meet more. More. And what's been happening in the church world, the church world has been meeting less and less. In fact, a lot of churches after, you know, 2020, never even met again. Many closed their doors completely. And many went online completely. Hmm. Forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Don't forsake. Amen? Amen. Fulfilling God's purposes. Well, that, this, this isn't in my notes at all. But fulfilling God's purposes. If we want to fulfill God's purposes, we are tightly connected to the body. Amen. That, that, that's a good number one point, which wasn't planned at all. We are tightly connected to the body because I know, I know, I know from experience, from doing it, I was connected to the body. And that is one of the biggest keys uh, for actually getting to God's purpose for our lives. And we'll find out our calling as we are connected to the body. Amen. Amen. We will find out our calling from God. And it's very, very, very important to do it. But purpose, we're talking about purpose. Well, purpose, what does that mean, purpose? Well, I have a definition. You want that? The object toward which one strives, the object toward which one strives or for which something exists. Do you exist? Yeah. <laughs> why do you exist? Purpose. What's your purpose? Why, why do I exist? Well, a lot of people commit suicide because they don't know they have a purpose. They have a purpose. They just don't know it. And, and they're, not, they're not looking for it. Come on now. We find out why we exist and then also an aim or goal. Purpose. An aim or a goal where you're striving. Come on. What is your purpose? You know, goals. A lot of people like to set goals, right? You're, I, I haven't heard it much recently as I had in the past, but people are always on telling you to set goals, write it down, set a goal, set your goals, set your goals, set your goals. Well, there's, there's some good in that, I believe. But the world says, says, set goals, set goals, set goals. Well, that's good, but what if they're the wrong goals? What if we're striving for the wrong goal? That's that, man, you know, you're playing soccer. It's happened, right? They turn around, they hit the wrong goal. Especially little kids. 
Well, that's like, that's the wrong goal. Well, for our lives, we need to find the right goal. And that would be the right purpose. Why we actually exist on the earth. Hello? We need to know why God created us. What is our purpose? Oh, I want to know my purpose. Don't you? I want to fulfill my purpose for him. Come on now. We need to know what God wants us to do. What are God's goals for us to do? Right? Rather than just set our goal, how about what he has a goal? What's his aim? Come on. Where, where, where should we be aiming according to God? Right? Archery. You're aiming at something. Where, where should we be aiming? Yeah. God's bullseye. What does he want? And a lot of people just shoot arrows all over the place. I'm going to try this job and I'm going to try this career and I'm going to try that and I'm going to try this and I'm going to try this and, and I'm just going to keep it trying until I make it. Yeah. Instead of what does God want me to do? Big difference. Yeah. Big difference. You can strive for years going toward the wrong goal, never accomplish nothing. Come on. Yeah, you, might be, you might get successful in the world. Right? But being successful in the world means nothing if you're not doing what he wants you to do. Amen. Because what? It's all going to burn up. Yeah. But being successful for him, ooh, that, that's profitable. Yeah. Forever. Forever. So we need to know if we're aiming for the correct finish line, the correct goal. Yeah. If I'm shooting at the wrong goal, that's not going to work. And I'm going to get to the end with nothing to show for God. His purpose. So we're going to look at some different things in, in this series about making sure we're going in the correct. We're going toward the correct finish line. <laughs> we're going toward the correct goal. And find out, whew, you know what? I need to make an adjustment to get to the right goal. And we're going to start in Romans 8. Of course, you know I was going there, right? Romans 8. Romans 8, 26. Did I leave my water here? Yeah. Romans 8, 26. And this is a very, very, very big point if you want to make it to the right finish line. The right goal, the right purpose. This is huge. Romans 8.26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, I, I really like the Greek scholar. I forgot his name now. I'm trying to remember it. He, he, he said, 
the be, that's, a, that's not a great translation. He said it should be translated, which cannot be uttered in articulate speech. Groanings, which cannot be uttered in articulate speech. In other words, you can't get it out of you in, the, in your language. Hello? You can't get it out of you in, I, I think all of you speak English in here. <laughs> but the Spirit makes intercession for us. Amen. Have you heard of praying in the Spirit? But the <laughs> some of you have. See, we have weakness in our flesh. He says, helps are in our weaknesses. And God gave us the Holy Spirit so we could find out his purpose. So we're to pray in the spirit. If you don't know, pray in the tongues, if you want to make it more plain. Why? To overcome our weakness of our flesh. Hello? You see, we don't know what to pray, but the Holy Spirit does. <laughs> the Holy Spirit knows what to pray. Hallelujah. Verse 27. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. You can see this is prayer, right? This isn't just groaning. That's why groaning doesn't make sense, which we talk about all the time. There's a lot of bad translations, which make no sense. He who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints. How does he make intercession for the saints? As we pray in the Spirit. According to the will of God. You could say the purpose of God. See why this is big? See, the Holy Spirit will intercede for us as we pray in the Spirit. According to the will of God. And, and, and people don't want this. And I say, what's wrong? Why don't you want what the Bible gives you? God gives you, amen. But the Bible makes it very clear. We could go, I, I, I have a, well, that, that's, I do have teaching online. You can look at it. We can't go in, in depth on praying in the spirit. But Paul said to pray with the spirit and pray with your understanding. Yeah. Now, like I said, most of you speak English, right? <laughs> you should pray in English, but as you know, if you, if you ever prayed, right? As you know, your tongue runs out. Real quick. Anybody been there? My, natu my English runs out real quick. I'm praying for a need. I pray what I know. Then you pray in the spirit. Thank you for that one amen. We pray in our known language and then we pray in the spirit. And the Spirit is making intercession for us, for the saints, according to the will of God. Every Christian should pray in the Spirit, pray in tongues. If you've been taught differently, I'm sorry you heard false teaching, but it is power packed and it's for every believer. And you can have the gift of the Holy Spirit if you want it. 
if you want it, right? I, I've been praying in tongues since I was 19 years old. And I'm 51. I, it's been a little while. <laughs> and I've got, a, I've got a YouTube video online on our, on our channel. If you want to check it out, it says, Receive the Holy Spirit. Just search in our channel, Receive the Holy Spirit. And you get like a, I don't know, 45-minute teaching how to receive the Holy Spirit if you want to know more about it. But this is essential to finding the purpose of God for our life. Why? Because we can't pray everything in English that God wants us to pray out in, into this earth. And that's, where, that's why he gave us the gift. Hello? Because he knew we were limited in our understanding. That's obvious. <laughs> we know, we know a soul, we know this much, right? We are very, very limited in our understanding of things, but the spirit can make intercession through us as we pray in the spirit. And we find the will of God. We will get, see, according to the will of God. So we're praying out what God wants. We're praying out God's purpose. You want God's purpose? You got to have this. If we're praying, if you want the purpose of God for your life, you got to pray in the spirit. It is essential. Absolutely essential to pray in the spirit. Because you will never get it all out in your English. And contrary to popular belief in the church, God needs us to pray. In fact, I think it was John Wesley said, you know, years ago, you know, one of those famous, famous preachers, right? He said, um, it seems as if God is just waiting on someone to pray. He noticed through his ministry Right? Through what, and, and you could say this through a lot of preachers, D.L. Moody was another one I've talked about recently or several times, but D.L. Moody said before he went to minister in a town, because he was a, like a traveling preacher, and there's still, uh, I think it's D.L. Moody Institute, uh, which is a, a Bible college, and, and he was a powerful preacher and saw thousands and thousands of people get saved under his ministry. And he said he didn't take the credit for the saving of the souls because he had an intercessor who would go before him into the city and stay in the city and pray and pray in the spirit to the point he said that there were times when the person he was staying with he <laughs> would say, are you okay? Because he was groaning in the spirit. What was, he, what was he groaning? He was groaning in tongues in the spirit so that praying out, the people would be coming and the people would see and the people would get saved. Hello? Hallelujah. We, we, yeah, exactly. We, we need to pray in the spirit. Because we are in a spiritual battle. 
Like that, that guy was talking about who, who, who saw the demons, you know, he had the vision and, and we were just, we talked about it this morning a little bit. But he saw the demons at the table and they were planning, they, they were planning everything. He said, he said, they plan everything. Demons plan everything. The devil sits down with the demons and they plan. And then we think, we, we, we don't take it serious enough. And so we don't, we don't understand that the devil is on full force battle against us. Hello? Oh, this is good. And, and we just, I saw this other day, I thought this was so good. I, had, I don't think I've ever thought about it this way, but a minister I follow, a wonderful minister of God, he said, so many times Christians just put on the helmet of salvation. Remember the armor of God? Remember put on the armor of God? You just talked about it the other day. Put on the armor of God. They put on the helmet of salvation, but that's it. That's all they go around with their whole Christian life. And all they talk about is salvation. They don't talk about the shield of faith. Woo! Which is able to quench all the fire darts of the wicked one. Well, that's why we talk all about faith a lot around here, right? Because it's huge. It's huge. You've got to understand every part of your armor. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You've got to understand what the sword of spirit is. You've got to have your sword of the spirit ready. You've got to have your shield of faith ready. You've got to have your belt of truth on. You've got to have your feet shod with the gospel of peace. What's the other one? Helmet of salvation? I missed one, right? Breastplate of righteousness. If you don't understand righteousness, you're in trouble. So, so many Christians walk around with a helmet of salvation on and all they say is, I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved. They got nothing else. Well, the devil, whoo, come on. The devil says, good. Just keep that helmet on because you are wide open for attack. You don't have your shield up. You don't have the sword ready. You don't have your breastplate on. You don't have your belt on. Woo! Oh, man. Ooh, that's a whole nother point, right? We're going all over the place already. You see, we, we got to understand we are in a spiritual battle. And so praying in the spirit is essential for finding the purpose of God for your life. If you actually want the purpose of God, you will do it and you will get it and you will do it. I've told you before, I, I ran, I ran to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I, when, they, when he said, do you want the gift of the Holy Spirit? I said, oh, that's why I'm here. He said, well, I'm going to lay hands on you and we're going to pray and you're going to receive the Holy Spirit. I said, yes, I am. Amen. And he laid hands on me and I've been praying in tongues ever since. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Well, it's essential. So if you want to find, this is keys, remember, keys. We're finding keys to the purpose of God. Verse 28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. To those who are called according to his purpose. Notice we're called to do his purpose, right? And we, we talked about this, remember this verse? We just did a series, those loving God. We talked about this for several weeks. And people say, well, everything's just going to work out. But it says those loving God. Literally says those loving God. We looked at that in the Young's Little, right? We must look closely at what this verse actually says. And it works for those who are truly loving God. Well, 
Millions of people don't love God. Come on. And, and things are not going to work out. <laughs> Hello? How do we recognize those who love God? Simple. It's so simple. They're doing his purpose. They're doing his will. And that's what they're interested in. I'll say that again. <laughs> How do we know those who love God? It's simple. They are after his purpose and his will. Amen. All the time. John 14, 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Did we talk about it a little bit? In that series, we talked about all this quite a few times. So do we want the purposes of God? Amen. Well, that's a good question, right? We talked this morning about being honest with ourselves. I know many Christians who do not care about the purposes of God. I've talked with many Christians who have no interest at all in doing the purpose of God. I'll say, well, this is what God says. Nah. But you don't care about the purposes of God then. If we care, we care. Well, we know we love, if we love him, we care. Those who love God do what he says. Amen. It's simple. Right? We always want to make it complicated. We want to, we want to, I don't know the right word. We want to, we want to theological it. <laughs> we want to make it theological. Oh, let's make it. Let's, let's parse this and let's, let's break this up. And let's, let's break out the Hebrew and the Greek. And let's, let's get into this instead of just saying, it says, he who loves me does what I say. Those who don't love God don't do what he says. It's simple. We don't need to overcomplicate what Jesus said. And the one who does the will of God, the purposes of God, are going to see God. That's what he said. You're going to manifest, right? Hello? God's going to be seen in their lives. God's going to show up. God's going to reveal himself in our lives if we're doing what he said. I'm telling you, I have seen God show up. Amen. Not in physical eyes, amen. But I've seen God show up. Yeah. I mean, miracles that you're like, I'm only here, I'm only standing here because of a miracle. God showed up. Well, God shows up when we follow his commands because we love him. Amen. And that's a key. That's a key right there. Defining God's purpose for our lives. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We love him and we do what he says. And if we do what he says, he gets us to the right place. Amen. Hallelujah. And it might take a while. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. 
I've, you know my story, but it was 22 years from the time I felt called into full-time ministry until I was in full-time ministry. In my head, I was like, I'm going to get, I got saved. I was excited. I was like, Jesus, Ooh, I'm, I'm in love with Jesus. I'm saved. Ooh, I'm in love with Jesus. I'm going to go to Bible school and I'm going to go into ministry and I'm going to save the world. I'm, and I came out of Bible school, right? And I'm like, I'm Mr. Faith Man. And God said, you go serve your church. Sir, in the church? You mean, like do whatever they need me to do? Yeah, exactly. Vacuum. <laughs> Clean the windows. Come on now. Cut the grass, fix the roof. Get the squirrels out of the attic. One of my favorite stories. The squirrels were in the attic. Ooh, that was a messy thing there. Pastor's like, Vern, you need to get the squirrels out of the attic. It was above his office, in it, right above his office. I'm, I don't know how to do that. I don't know. Figure it out. Okay. Those of you who know my pastor know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the roof is leaking. You need to get that fixed. I know nothing about fixing roofs. Figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Come on now. If you're a servant, you're there to serve. You're not there to argue. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Are you ready, willing, and able? Yes. To do whatever needs to be done. Amen. Amen. And, and God will get you there. God will get you there, even if it's 22 years. That's why I was, that's why I was headed, right? I, I, I'm like, how am I ever going to get to my purpose? Because I believe I'm called to ministry, and here I am. Vacuuming carpets again. In fact, I, I ended up doing that at several churches. And, 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 and uh, uh, I was doing other things. I, I was leading junior high youth. I was leading worship. I was doing all kinds of different things. But you see, it may take a while to get to our real purpose. But if we quit anywhere along the line, we don't make it. Yeah. We don't make it to our purpose. I, I, well, I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit a few times. Let me tell you what. Lord, it's been a long time. I thought I was called in the ministry, but maybe I'm not. Maybe I'll just go sell computers, make computers. I was kind of thinking about that. Make computers, sell computers. Come on. If I quit... I don't fulfill the will of God. I don't fulfill my purpose. Hello? You know, one of my mentors in the faith, he, he pastored for 16 years. 16 years. That's a long time already right there, right? And the Lord spoke to him. He said, I want you to go on the road and teach my people faith. Because he knew what the shield of faith was. 
He understood the shield of faith very well. And I've learned much from the, about the shield of faith. Come on. I, in fact, that's, that's, what God, that's going to be my next book. Faith, what it is, and how to use it. Come on now. 16 years as a pastor, he said, you're now to go teach my people faith. And he said, you are now beginning your first phase of ministry. He said, I told the Lord, you dealt me a low blow on that one. Like I got punched right in the stomach. I've been pastoring 16 years. I'm beginning the first phase of my ministry. Now he had helped many people along the way, but that was not his purpose. You see, God has, has made us to do something on this earth for him. And, and if, if you haven't found that yet, then, then you just keep going after him, right? You, you do what we're talking about right here. You keep loving on him. You keep praying in the spirit. You keep doing his commands. You keep seeking God. We're going to talk more about that. But, but God will get you there if you don't quit and you keep going after him. Amen. Thank you for that one. Amen. Is my mic on? Uh -huh. Amen. 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 You all sleep out there? No. I know we had a long service this morning, but just get up and take a few, take a few laps, you know, get some coffee. I hear someone getting coffee right now. <laughs> He's like, Ooh, I'm getting a little tired. I need some coffee. Hallelujah. You want another key? Psalm 111.10. Oh, this is good. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. Hey, boy, that's big right there, isn't it? All those people, you knock on the doors and they say, get out of here. They have no wisdom at all. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. His praise endures forever. We're going to be praising him forever. He, and he is worthy of it. So the one who fears God is going to do what he said. That's wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's where wisdom begins when we have the fear of the Lord. Amen. Fulfilling God's purposes, you want to fulfill God's purposes, there has to be a godly fear. Amen. It's not a fear of God hurting us. Amen. We know God is a good God. We understand who he is. He is God and he did create all things. Come on now. He is the all powerful one. We understand who he is. Hallelujah. So what do we have? we have? We have the utmost highest respect for God that we can possibly have. And what we do, because we have such high reverence and honor for him, we do what he says. There's not a lot of respect for God. Have you noticed? There's not a lot of fear of God. There is a lot of disrespect of God. And that can be seen 
all over the place. I was telling someone, someone was telling me how this morning we were talking about it, but I can't remember again. <laughs> we had these little conversations, I forget what I was talking about. And, and how, how online I've been just, just, just maligned over and over again by talking about Jesus. Well, I rejoice about it. Amen. Rejoice when you get persecuted for his name's sake. But over and over and over and over again, I mean, just weird, ugly blah, stuff said to me because I tell people that Jesus is the way to eternal life. And they don't like it. They don't like it at all, right? They criticize me right there and they say, well, you still believe in that, that Bible? You still believe in that, that uh, what do they call them? Uh, they call, they give God a sky daddy or, yeah, sky daddy. You believe in sky daddy? You talk to sky daddy? Oh, there's all kinds of weird stuff. All kinds of weird stuff, right? Well, that's because they disrespect God. They have no respect. They have, they have, they have no fear of God at all. Disrespect is devilish. It's devilish. It's demonic. And that's, that, that's not only of God, that's just in general life, right? right? We're, when we're disrespectful, we are, we, are, we are teaming up with the devil. Hello? We're on his side at that point in time. We're with him. <laughs> Disrespect is not godly. Come on up. You see, people are, people are just carnal. Just fleshly, right? See it all the time. Nothing matters. Right? Come on up. Nothing matters. Ah, they disrespect everything. Sin doesn't matter. Ah, sin. There's no such thing as sin. Do whatever I want to do. That's disrespect for God. Yeah. Cussing, adultery, whatever. You could name them all, right? They, they don't care. They have, they have no respect for God. And even Christians knowingly sin against God. Well, that's danger because we should have, we should have a godly fear. Oh boy, nowadays, right? Uh, God is my friend. He's my buddy. He's just my buddy. Jesus is my buddy. He's just my buddy. No, he's your God. He's, he, he's, he is God and he is the everlasting father. And he has the final judgment on everything. As far as I know, there's no word in the word that says he's your buddy. It says he's God. He's Lord, he's master, he's savior, and he's to be worshiped and adored. Amen. Period, and obeyed. Amen. And a lot of people don't have that mentality, even in the church. Yeah. They could care less about obeying God. You're like, you're missing something here. You're missing the fear of the Lord. Yeah. Come on now. Amen. Hallelujah. See, God is the judge. We are not. And he will judge every single person. And God should be feared by everyone on this planet. Because he is, as he says he is, omnipotent, all-powerful, 
omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent everywhere. Come on. He is the one that should receive worship from every single human on the planet. Should. <laughs> should. But I'll tell you what, if you want to find the purpose of God, you see, godly fear will expand our, our, our ability to receive from the Lord. It'll, it'll expand our capacity to receive from him Amen. when we have godly fear. Yeah. This is a big key to find his purpose. Because when, when you have godly fear, you're going you're gonna to keep looking to do his will yeah. your whole life. Because yeah. you know who he is. And you know he is the all-powerful one. Yeah. Come on now. Our capacity is increased if we have the fear of God. To do, to do the will of God, to do the purposes of God. I tell you what, not respecting God, we grow dumber and dumber, darker and darker. Hello? You see it all the time. People don't understand what's even, they don't understand. I've had many baby Christians try and tell me how to preach the word. They, they, don't, they don't know two plus two yet. They don't even know what two plus two is yet, and they want to tell me how to preach. I tell you what, if you don't understand what's happening, keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Because as soon as you start opening your mouth you, and you start disrespecting God, you're on the wrong road. Put it on the shelf. What you say in Bible school? You don't understand something? Put it on the shelf. Instead of going to the instructor at, at the school, the Bible, you know, you, you don't understand and you start arguing with the instructor. I found out many of those things I put on the shelf were absolutely true. Come on now. You see it later, you're like, oh, oh, now I see what he was saying. But a lot of people, they want to they flap their gums. And, and someone who's been, someone who, who pastored for 40 years and now been teaching in the Bible school for 10 years, they want to go tell them how it's done. Good time to just shut the mouth. Amen? Come on now. We don't want to disrespect God's things. Amen? Amen. Our mouth can give access to the devil himself, as we just tied a whole series on Speak Life. Our mouth can get us in big trouble. Have, have, you, taught, have you remember Job? They, people, poor old Job. Well, Job had a mouth. Come on now. Job brought everything on himself with his mouth. People don't understand that part of it. They think God just, just wanted to beat up Job for some reason. Hey, he just didn't like Job. He had to get beaten up. No, Job said that which I greet the fear has come upon me. He had a good. He had a really good. And he started flapping this. 
and he got in big trouble. And if you read the end of Job, God shows up. God shows up and he's like, who do you think you are? Where were you when I created the earth? And Job starts realizing, oops, I need to keep my mouth shut. Come on. He repents and he gets twice as much as he had. Hello? He was already a wealthy guy. He was already blessed beyond anybody. Everybody knew Job. Then he got double. Come on now. He got it right. Amen. <laughs> a lot of people don't get it right. They keep flapping their gums and you're like, you better shut that mouth right now. You're, gonna, you're not going to end up in the right spot. Come on now. You see, we have so much disrespect. And I'm not just talking the world. I expect the world to disrespect me. But the church should respect everything about God's things. Amen. 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 Should respect God's things. And if we truly want to know the purpose of God, right? We're talking about keys to finding the purpose of God. We, we better have godly fear. Amen. We respect God. We respect his things. We honor God. We don't mouth off to God. We don't even mouth off to God's people. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We speak respectfully to God all the time. Amen. And of God. Amen. We, we, we know from the last series, God is listening to every word that comes out of our mouth. And we read several, we read several passages in the Old Testament where they, they said some crazy stuff and God, God told them exactly what they said. God told them what they said. And uh, the, he, he had heard every single word they said. Hello. And Jesus makes it clear that's still happening. Amen. He said, he said, every idle word you speak, you will give an account of in the day of judgment. <laughs> Hello? Every idle word we speak, we give an account of. Oh my. That, that'll, that'll make us check our words, won't it? Or better, it better. If we want his purpose, we will. Hello, you out there? Yeah. Gone home, eating ham. <laughs> now, oh, Hebrews 5, 7. We're almost done. Maybe. <laughs> Hebrews 5, 7. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers, who are we talking about? Jesus. When he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries, woo, that's serious, right? And tears to him, who's him? God, who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear. Hello? Jesus had godly fear. Remember, Jesus walked on earth as a man anointed by God. Remember Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Who oppresses? The devil. The devil. Who heals? Jesus. Thank you. 
And so Jesus was anointed by God to do his ministry on earth. Jesus was 100% man, but he, he was also 100% God. But on earth, he walked as a man, and that's why he had to grow up from a baby and learn and, and grow up in wisdom. And remember when he was in the temple teaching the Pharisees, and they were amazed at his wisdom at 12 years old because he was growing up and he was learning as a man. I think a lot of people think God just downloaded everything into Jesus. And so he could just do everything perfect. No, he had to operate as a man on earth and live a perfect man or earth, perfect life on earth as a man to be sacrificed for man. He had to live a perfect life as a man. That's why Hebrews tells us he was tempted in every point as we are yet without sin. Every temptation you face, Jesus faced it. And he won. He didn't sin. Hallelujah. So he was able to be sacrificed for us. He was able to be the perfect spotless lamb of God, which throughout the Old Testament, of course, we saw they sacrificed the spotless lamb which was just a type and shadow of who was to come, Jesus. But Jesus walked on the earth as a man with godly fear. And it says, ooh, it was heard because of his godly fear. Did you catch that? If we don't have godly fear, hello? There's no hearing. Because God knows we ain't going to do what he says anyhow. Yeah. I've met many, many, many Christians who will not do what God said. Well, they don't have godly fear. And because they don't, they won't fulfill the purpose of God for their life. They won't. They won't get there. I, I can guarantee it. They will not get to the purpose of God for their life. Not going to happen. Come on now. You've got to have godly fear. God knows when we have godly fear. If Jesus had godly fear, I think we should have it too. <laughs> I think that would be a really, really good idea. Come on. That is reverence and honor and respect and fear of the Lord. Knowing who he is, knowing how much power he has. Not that he's going to strike us dead because we said the wrong word. Amen. He's not. But he is going to say, repent. And we should say, yes, Lord. And if we want to keep the soft heart, which we talked about this morning a lot, right? The soft heart. We, every time, every time we do anything or say anything that we know is not godly, we stop and we repent. Amen. What does that do? Ooh, that keeps us soft. And then we hear. And we hear again. And we hear again. And we hear some more. Ooh, glory. Ooh, glory. That's good news right there. That's some really good news. You know, I was just thinking this morning. I'm telling you, I don't, I, that was, that was, whoo, that was something. Yeah. I mean, I am going through my sermon notes 
and usually as I go through sermon notes, you know, I, I'm always checking in with the Lord. I'm trying to hear if there's anything else we need to do, anything else need to be said. And, I, you know, a lot of times I go on all kinds of rabbit trails, as we say, and, and we go all over the place, right? And I just feel like I'm, be, I'm just being led all over the place. I mean, led, come on. But I got to that point in the message and I tried to go on. I read that line about, I, I remember it was, I said, because I had written, I said, Jesus did more than a thousand Christians do in their whole lifetime together. It was right in there and I, I felt the Lord say, you're done. And I'm like, I got a good message here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. And I, I tried to go, I was telling someone, I told a couple of the service, I said, I was trying to go on and I read a, I read a few more lines and I said, duh, 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 and, I, duh, duh, and I was like, <sighs> there was nothing on it. It was, it was dead as dead could be. It came out of my mouth and I said, Phew. I was like, that's dead. I think I did hear God to stop. Because <laughs> you know, you question yourself. Did you just tell me to stop, Lord? Maybe I'll just go a little bit further. I mean, I, right away, I was like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> well, it wasn't bad in words. It was bad in no, no spirit on it. That's when I stopped, right? And I said, we need to pause. Because the Lord wants to do something else. Hallelujah. Well, what am I saying? I, I was just talking about having a soft heart before God. So that we can hear him Amen. and pause when he says pause. Right? I've heard many, many uh, testimonies over the years, you know, people get on an accident or something and they say, I knew I wasn't supposed to go through that light. I knew it. I knew it. And I went right through it and got hit. God had said, stop. Boom. Come on now. That's, God wants to lead us away from all that. Amen. Amen. He wants to lead us into the blessed place. He does not want any. And if you've ever been taught these junk from the churches, right? Junk. God will take you home when he wants to. No. That's not God. That's junk. God says, with long life, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. Amen. Why? What does it say right there in Psalm 91? It says, because he has set his love upon me, I will deliver him and I will honor him. That's God speaking to us in Psalm 91, 16. Because we love him, because we've honored him, he said, I will give him long life and show him my salvation. Come on. That is the word of God. That is not religious jargon junk. That is the word. 
And that's what God wants for us. Hallelujah. And if we have godly fear, come on, we are ready to hear from him. What, what does disrespect mean? I don't care what you have to say. I've had, I've had many Christians not want to hear what I have to say. That's fine. Just go on your way. Come on now. Disrespect is gross. And when we disrespect God and say, I don't really care what you have to say, God, then he, he just be quiet there. He's just going to be quiet. That's what I do. I've done that. I, I've been talking to people and they say, blah, 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 blah. And I just. I don't say another word. Because I know they have no respect. And they're not there to hear anything. They're not there to hear anything. Hello? See, godly fear works in every area. Godly fear should work throughout our lives. See, it's a respect. It's a respect for God, but which, which translates into respect for the things of God on earth. Hello? You show me someone who doesn't respect the things of God, I'll show you someone who will not fulfill the purposes of God. They will not. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. They will not fulfill the purpose of God for their life. Oh, man. This is going better than I thought it would. See, the Lord is leading. Spirit's on it. Unlike this morning when I had to stop. <laughs> now, we, we covered some points. I don't remember everything we covered. You probably have notes there. That's good. Because I went on a few rabbit trails. I don't know. But we definitely talked about godly fear. Soft hearts again. Amen. Fear of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praying in the spirit. Amen. Amen. Fulfilling his purpose. Uh, 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 those who love God will do what he says. Let's give one more point. Exodus 23, 25. Worship the Lord your God and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take sickness away. I will take away sickness from among you. Is that going to help us fulfill the purpose of God? Amen. Oh, oh, big time, big time, big time. Big time. <laughs> How many people have died early? Hello? Worship the Lord your God. And his blessing will be on your food and water. Is that important? Oh, that's really important. That's really important. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Remember, remember Jesus said, and they, they shall, if the believers, he's talking about believers, and they shall drink any, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Well, that's blessed, that's blessed drinking right there. That's, you're drinking the right, you, I, I told you the story about the missionary, right? The missionary, he, he, was, he was on the field in a, in a, in a native, you know, way out there in a village, way out there, <laughs> as a missionary. And, and they did not like him or his message. And what they want to do, kill him. 
So they poisoned his drink and waited for him to die. And he drank it, and they were waiting. <laughs> and he didn't die. And so they started questioning him. And they figured out that his Bible, God, said, if I drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt me. They started believing in God. Because he was supposed to drop dead. <laughs> Blessed food and water. Because he was worshiping God. Sickness away from among us. Hallelujah. What do we have to do? We need to worship the Lord. We need to worship the Lord. To fulfill our purpose. You show me a Christian who won't worship the Lord, I'll show you someone who will not fulfill the will of God and the purpose of God for their life. I'm still astounded. I'm astounded all the time, all the time by Christians. Man, you having a full-on worship service, people, whoo, people on their face. This is morning. People on their face before God right here. Worship happening, and still people stand like this. Something's wrong. Worship the Lord your God. Oh, I'm telling you, you want to fulfill the purpose of God? Whew, worship. And you don't have to feel like it. But I just don't feel like worshiping. I just don't feel like it. You know? No, man, you can get real theological, theological on that one. I had a friend, at, at, or you, and he got real theological. You got to be careful out there over getting too theological. I had a friend that was, oh, on fire for Jesus. I mean, we had, we had some times. I mean, we had some spiritual times in prayer, in worship. We had some times. I went to his house. First time I went to his house, his mom started prophesying over me. I'm like, whoo, glory. I found a good friend right here. I found the good stuff right here. This is good stuff. He, got, he went to, or you also, and he, he, he went into theology and he went further than I went. He got on, got his doctor and all that. And I remember going back, I, I hadn't seen him in a while and I went to see him and, and he had gotten so theological that he basically said that until the spirit draws you, you can't worship God. And what? If God doesn't draw you in, you can't worship him. You have to wait. I said, well, um, I was thinking, when you've met a theological person, you've met someone who's probably not going to change their mind. Because they've studied and they know everything. But immediately I started thinking, draw near unto God. And he will draw near unto you. That's just one, right? We go through many. 
See, we are to worship the Lord. And uh, we are commanded to worship the Lord. And if we don't worship the Lord, something's wrong. Come on. It's a necessity to worship the Lord. Worship the Lord your God. Hello? Worship the Lord your God. Is the Lord right? He's always right. And we could, we could teach on, we could, we've taught on worship. We, we've taught many lessons on worship. We, we could talk, teach on it for hours, right? But we are to worship the Lord with our mouth. Uh, uh, another verse, the sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. The sacrifice of praise, I don't feel like it. Who cares? Give a sacrifice. Yeah. Well, I just don't feel, I don't feel led. Who cares? Worship the Lord. Amen. Worship the Lord your God. Lift your voice, lift your hands, lift at your heart, and worship Him. Amen. And a lot of times, like I say, you can begin in the flesh and end up in the spirit. Yeah. Right? You don't feel like I just don't feel like it, but okay. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you. I thank you, my God. I praise you, my Jesus. Come on. And you just continue. And, and all of a sudden, come on. You feel like it. You feel like worshiping. Why? Because God's spirit is there. And God does show up as he said he would, as we just said. You draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. So you're drawing near to him. You're making the sacrifice. Even if you don't feel like it, I don't feel like it, I don't feel like it. Who cares? Too bad. Worship the Lord your God. Hallelujah. I was just thinking... You know, a lot of times people would worship Jesus in the, in, the, in the gospels and notice Jesus never stopped them, did he? He knew he was man. He knew he was God. Peter stopped him. Paul stopped him. Don't worship me. Get up. <laughs> Come on. But Jesus receives worship because yeah. he is worthy of it. Yeah. He is worthy. And I'm sure at that moment in time, when he received worship, he was receiving it as God. Because he knew, he knew he was man. He knew he was God. Come on now. And God is worthy of worship at all times. There will never be a time when God is not worthy of worship. Well, today he's just, he's not worthy today. Yeah, he's still worthy. He's worthy right now. 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 No, 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 no. He's worthy. And if he's worthy of it, and we don't do it, what did Jesus say? If you don't praise me, the rocks are going to cry out. Oh, come on. We do not want to leave the praising up to the rocks. 
That is not a good idea. And that is not gonna, we are not gonna find the purpose of God. If we won't put on a sacrifice of praise before our God, hmm. Was it Smith Wigglesworth? He said he'd get up and dance in the morning. Praises unto God. Didn't feel like it. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. I it's no. I'm like, huh? What's happening? Who's in my bedroom? What's going on here? <laughs> they come in, boom! Like, ah, what's happening? You don't have to feel like it to do it. Amen. Come on, you can get up and praise him. Yeah. Or sit in your bed and praise him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And you might start in the flesh. Come on. But you're going to end up in the spirit. Sarah, come on. Let's praise. Let's worship. I told you we're going to do some of the end, right? As we worship, come on, God shows up. And you know what happens? Worship allows us to hear him. Many times in worship is where I've heard the Lord. Hello? And what does that do? That gets us to our purpose. Hello? That's why I say, if, if we're not willing to worship the Lord, we are not going to find our purpose. Because he, as we worship, is able to speak to our hearts. Because we are opening ourselves up to hear him. Hallelujah. She's tiptoeing around back here. Come on. Worship is an act of faith. You don't have to feel the thing. You don't have to feel the thing. And worship is a sign we fear God. I guarantee you, there's thousands of people, well, on the peninsula, I don't know about thousands, but hundreds, because there's not that many people here, hundreds of people who do not worship the Lord on this peninsula. Yeah. Why? They do not fear God. They do not fear God. But those who have a godly fear, come on, are going to worship God. Hello? You out there? <laughs> Come on. Worship. Sarah, lead us in some worship of God. Amen.
was just thinking about when she was singing that. The man who Jesus called to follow him, and he said, just, just let me go bury my father. You know, we got to mourn and we got to bury him and, and, and then I'll come follow you. And Jesus was not happy. I said Jesus was not happy. He wanted his best. Right now. He didn't say come follow me later. He said come follow me now. Come on. He is worthy of our best. He's not worthy of the leftovers. Come on. We don't serve Jesus leftovers. We serve Jesus the best. He is worthy of the best. If he comes into the house, we don't say, oh, Jesus, let me pull out the leftovers out of the fridge. There's some old potatoes here. That'll do, won't it? Here. There's some old chicken here. It's been in here for three days, four, I don't know, four, maybe five days. I don't know, but it's fine, isn't it? It's just good, right? We'd say, Jesus, have a seat. I'm going to go buy the best. I, I don't have much here right now, but I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to find the best for you. I'm going to find the best steak. I'm going to find the best everything in the store. And I'm going to come serve you the best. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Come on. We're supposed to give him the best. That's the best of all we are. That's the best of everything. Come on. The best of everything. We give him the best. Come on. We give him the best. And in our worship, in our worship, come on, what's the best we can do? <laughs> what's the best? Is this the best? Is that the best? Come on, the best. We give him the best with our lips, with our hands. From our hearts, we offer him the praise that is due him. We give him the best. We serve up the, po the best possible we can serve up. We serve it up because he's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah. If all you have is a penny, come on. She gave her last penny. That was the best she had. The widow gave her last penny. That was the best. She gave her best. What do you got? The best. I'm going to give him my best. What kind of praise do we give him? I'm going to give him the best. What Our whole life, we're supposed to give him the best. Hallelujah. Oh, ho, ho, ho. the best. You are worthy of the best. You are worthy of the best. You are worthy of the best of my praise. You are worthy of the best. You are worthy of the best. You are worthy of the best of my praise. You are worthy of the best. 
You are worthy of the best. You are worthy of the best of my praise. You are worthy of the best. You are worthy of the best. You are worthy of the best of my praise. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on, give him the best. 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 Don't hold back. Don't pull out the leftovers. Give him the best. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're worthy. 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 Hallelujah. You are worthy. worthy you are worthy of all the praise you are worthy you are worthy Jesus you are worthy to be praised you are worthy to be glorified you are worthy to be honored you are worthy hallelujah Woo! hallelujah we give him the best Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Praise be to God. Praises 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 be to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. To God, glory to God, glory to God, glory, 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 glory to God forevermore. Praises belong to you forevermore. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 See, we don't want those rocks to cry out in our place. No, 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 no. I can just picture it. Jesus coming down on the donkey in Jerusalem. 
come on. And, and, and remember, they were praising them. And the Pharisees didn't like it. He said, if they don't praise me, the rocks will cry. If we don't praise them, come on. If we don't praise them, we're going to let the rocks do our work. And we have a work to do. We got a lot of work to do for Jesus. And one of them is to offer him the praise that is due his name. best he is worthy 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 Jesus you are worthy Jesus you are worthy Jesus, you are worthy, 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 Jesus. of all blessing and honor worthy of all glory and praise you are worthy of all blessing and honor you are worthy of all honor and praise you're worthy of all blessing and honor of all glory and praise you're worthy of all blessing and honor you're worthy of all glory and praise you're worthy of all blessing and honor you're worthy of all honor and praise of all blessing and honor worthy of all glory and Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. See what we were doing right there? Is we are giving them our best. We were offering up the best we had. We were offering up the best. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God. What a mighty God we have. What an awesome God. I tell you, when we, when we see him, we are going to be on our face, worshiping and praising and worshiping and praising. And the good thing about eternity is we won't get tired. <laughs> Come on. Our body doesn't say, I'm tired. Our vocal cords don't say, I'm tired. We can praise and praise and praise and worship and praise and praise and we don't even need to go to sleep. Boy, Carl and I talk about time. Man, if we just didn't have to go to sleep, how much more can we get done for the Lord? But that's how God is, that's how it is right now. And we do need sleep, we're gonna die. And you need food, you're gonna die. Not that you can't go without some sleep and go without some food, amen? For his glory. Skip a meal for his glory. Go to bed late, because you were praising God at church. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't turn at night because they're just, they're just too tired just too tired come on you're missing out and you're not giving them your best come on we want to give them the best come on I said we want to give them the best and we're going to shout with a voice of triumph hallelujah we're going to give glory unto him we're going to shout when we don't feel like shouting anymore, when our voice wants to give out, when our voice is ready to stop, we say, oh, I'm not done yet because I am going to give him my best. I am going to lift another shout to him. And the devil says, shut up. Be quiet. That's enough. And we say, oh, we ain't done yet. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise is unto the King forevermore. Praises be to God forevermore. Glory to the King. Glory to the King. Glory to the King. Praises to the King. Hallelujah. Oh.
sulla baselina sola mando lo sukiti mole de si balocoto male shele no sulla nene si manto le kutu le mosula dishi la manto sulle asinana kotema se le to suna mando suta le to si manto ye kita nasse ye se mando si kite malikiti ye nisipado sakandala se for you have said i don't need to do that i don't need that I, I, that's not for me that's for them and that's for them but that's not for me but the lord says it's for you and the lord will take you higher and the lord will use you much mightier and he will be able to use you as you worship him in spirit and in truth as you lift your voice and give him the sacrifice of praise the fruit of your lips giving thanks to his name as you follow the word of the living God as you worship the Lord your God he will bless your food he will bless your water and he will take sickness away from you so tonight he says worship worship as you are supposed to worship and give me your best, says the Lord. Offer up the best to me. Give me the best. And I will see you through. And I will lift you up. And I will honor you. And with long life, I will satisfy you. And show you my salvation. Hallelujah. Ooh, come on. Glory be to God. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory. Oh, 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 oh. I was just thinking the lady, the lady who was on her deathbed. Just waiting to die. And the Lord said, You haven't praised me like you should have. You haven't thanked me like you should have. And she saw the weights of the baskets like on a scale and she saw her praises were not heavy at all they were very light she wasn't given her best and she began to praise in that hospital bed and she began to worship in that hospital bed and she wouldn't stop and she began to cry out to God and praise Him and worship Him and thank Him. Come on. And she lifted her voice unto Him and started singing praises to Him and worshiping God. Come on. And she was filling up the basket of praises. And she could see it coming down under the weight of her praise. And the nurses joined in. The Christian nurses joined in praise of God. And she kept praising until she got up out of that bed and walked out of that hospital. God said, we just read it, worship the Lord your God. We just read it. What did he say? And I will take sickness away from you 
I think that's for someone here tonight. Come on. God's giving you an answer tonight. Worship. Praise. Thank. Sing. Praises. Give thanks unto God. Give praise unto God. Come on. Give some praise. Give some more praise. For the basket isn't full yet. I said the basket isn't full of praise yet. Hallelujah. 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 Praises. Praises to the King. Praises. Praises to the King. Praises. Praises to the King. Jesus. You are my Lord. You are my God. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Lord. You are my Lord. You are my God. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. You are my Lord. You are my God. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. You are my Lord. You are my God. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Come on. I thank you, Lord. Come on, put some more praise in that basket. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. You are worthy of my praise. You're worthy of my praise. You're worthy of my praise. You're worthy. You are worthy of my praise. Worthy of my praise. Worthy of my praise, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. 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 I thank you, Lord. 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 I thank you, Jesus. Come on. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Come on. You're about you're about there. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you, my God. I thank you, my King. I thank you, my Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, my God. I thank you, my Jesus. Ha ha. Thank you, Jesus. 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 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praises to your name forever. Praises to your name forever. Ooh, glory. 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 Hallelujah. speaking to some people oh come on pray in the spirit you pray in the spirit pray in the spirit remember the spirit makes intercession according to the will of the will of God Yes, 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 yes. Be filled, be filled, be filled. Be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Receive the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Receive. 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 <laughs> Woo, glory. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. If there's anybody tonight that has not received the gift of the Holy Spirit and wants to pray in tongues, get up here right now. If you want to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, you want to pray in tongues, get up here right now. That was the Lord. You see, if we want to fulfill the purpose of God, we got to go after it with everything we are. Oh, man. Ooh, we give Him the best. And we lay ourselves down. And we say, Lord, use me. Use me. Remember, Paul said, Paul said, you, you decide if you're a vessel of honor for His use. You decide. As you lay aside the iniquity, you lay aside the weights and the sins which so easily beset us, and we can become a vessel of honor for the Lord by choosing to be. Because we 
have chosen his way. We have chosen the best and we have chosen him. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, I'm so glad I got the best. I got Jesus. I got the Holy Spirit. I got the best that there is. <laughs> I got God on my side. You got God on your side. God is on my side. God is on my side. I know that God is on my side. He takes a part with me against the enemy. And who can be against me when he's for me? There is no God as big as mine. <laughs> you can't find the course I know. Too big a problem you just can't find. It makes no difference what the devil tries. There is no God as big as mine. When your back's against the wall and the mountain seems so tall and the enemy is quickly closing in, just lift your head up high. Your redemption draweth nigh. There is no God as big as mine. You want baptism in the Spirit? Come on. Jesus said, you ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit and your Father gives you the gift. That's what he said. And, he, and he's not a father that would lie and he's a good father. And when we ask, he gives. So as you ask, I'm going to have you ask. We're going to pray. You're going to ask, and you're going to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that's where a lot of people miss it. They wait for God to do something through them. Instead of yielding their tongue to him. You're born again, right? Yes. You're saved. Yes. You're a new creation in Christ. That's the first step. <laughs> And when you ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit, the Father gives the gift. And when I, I you know my story, right? When he said, do you want the gift of the Holy Spirit? He told, he told me what it was, right? As, and I'll give, you a, I'll give you a quick run through. Acts 19, Paul came to the believers in Ephesus. And he said, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? And they said, we haven't even heard of the Holy Spirit. Come on. And they received the gift of the Holy Spirit. And they all spoke in tongues and prophesied. All. Not a few of them. Book of uh, Acts 2. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit began to speak in tongues. All. Everyone. A lot of, a lot of churches teach nice. Well, that's only for special people. That goes against everything in the book of Acts. It's for anyone who wants it. And all you do is ask. And you get the gift. And what you got to do is yield your tongue. Because what, ha what happens is he gives the gift of the Holy Spirit and now you'll feel an utterance coming from your belly because that's where the Spirit dwells. And you just got to let it out. You got to let it out.
because it says you yield you yield so go ahead ask right now say say heavenly father I want the gift of the Holy Spirit I'm asking now and I'm receiving now in Jesus name amen he's given the gift right now so you can you got to let your tongue loose yeah, yeah. You yield to the Holy Spirit. He doesn't take you over, you yield. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let it loose, let it loose. Kila bato se le nasute. Ye to la mamba le de siti. Ye to la mamba le te te te. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. Yeah. Kula ta sa ta ta la mandula ba se le de 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 de. Woo, woo. And you can, you can pray in the Spirit anytime. Anytime. And you need to. You need to. Because as Jude says, praying in the Spirit, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit. And as we read tonight, you pray out the will of God. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Ah, praise, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. As I always say, the gift is for everybody and anybody who wants it. And the gift of salvation is number one. Free gift from God. The second best gift we ever will get is the baptism of the Holy Spirit because now we can pray in the Spirit and pray out the will of our God in the earth. And you'll see miracles show up. And you won't even know why they showed up. Well, you prayed it through. You prayed it out. You don't even know you prayed it, but you did. Because you were praying in the Spirit. Woo! Praying in the Spirit. What an awesome gift. What an awesome gift we have to be able to pray in the Spirit. You see, we are spiritual beings. And Jesus said the believers will speak with new tongues. Mark chapter 16. All believers should speak with new tongues. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow, we had some church tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is supposed to be a short little message. <laughs> Woo, wow. Hallelujah. Praise God. I think we got something tonight, don't you? I know Thomas got something tonight. <laughs> Woo, I think some people made some, some adjustments some changes 
some changes. You know, when we, when we hear the Word of God preached, we're supposed to make some changes. And even if, like, like speaking in tongues, right? Even if you've been speaking in tongues for years, this is a reminder. See, that's why I say you can make adjustments all the time. Because what happens when we preach the word again about anything, about anything, it comes up again. We're like, wait a second, I've let, ooh. I forgot how much power is in that. I told you before, when I was, I, I, I did a test, I did a study, I did a spiritual study. And I, I, I was praying, I said, I, I did this in private without anybody knowing. And I said, I'm gonna pray in tongues one hour a day. Because you can, by your will, you can now pray in tongues anytime you want. Because you yield to the Spirit. And I said, I'm going to pray in tongues one hour a day. And, and, and that, that was on the clock, right? On the clock. Check in, check out. You can do that. Amen? And I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you the study that I did. I'll tell you the, the scientific, it's not scientific, spiritual study I did. I think it was, if I remember right, it was about two weeks in. And Karen didn't know I was doing that. And she said, you seem more loving than ever. It just seems like you're just different. And then I told her, well, I've been praying in the spirit one hour a day, automatic, one hour. What was I doing? That was building me up on my most holy faith. And my spirit was stronger. And if my spirit man who's born again is stronger, what's, what's going to happen? There's going to be more love coming out of me. In fact, there's going to be more fruit of the Spirit. What's the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, gentleness, long-suffering. I'm going to have more long-suffering. I'm going to have more gentleness. I'm going to have more goodness and kindness. I'm going to have more love. Come on. That's why I say it's so important to pray in the spirit so if you pray in the spirit take this as a a, a a word tonight also amongst the other words get back to it do it more hello do it more and you'll see the results you'll see the results come out in the natural everybody hear me my mic on Hallelujah. Man, we, we, we got some stuff. We got some stuff. God is so good to us. He's always good. But I tell you, when we, when we are hungry for him and hungry for his word, he can show up. And he can do things he can't do in other places. We know that because Jesus went into his hometown and could not heal anybody because of their unbelief. 
the more belief, the more faith that rises up in here, come on, the more worship of our God, the more fear of God that rises up in here, the more he can do. Hallelujah. Oh, wow. Thank you, Father. What an awesome God you are. What a wonderful God you are to us. We are so thankful for your word. We are so thankful for your spirit. We are so thankful we get to be part of this. Something that actually matters in the earth. Not another game, not another TV show, not another movie. We get to be part of eternal things tonight. Hallelujah. We got to be part of eternal things all day long things. Oh, 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 I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten. I, I, I don't know about this one yet, but we got a comment on our YouTube live after service. I want to know more. Maybe I can be at a contact from this. Remember I said, I know, I know we're going to see something in heaven from this morning service. We're going to see a result in heaven. trying to find it I'm not sure where I'm going I got so many channels I, I, I lose track of the channels take your time take your time pastor I must be on the wrong account yep I'm on Spanish that's not gonna work I'm in Spanish account I gotta go to pack Bible English here we are This is posted on our live stream this morning. What did I say? Someone is going to be set free. Someone is going to receive something today that we are going to see in eternity. This person wrote on here, you heard my prayer. Thank you, Lord, for setting my son free. That's on our live stream this morning. We paused the whole entire service, possibly for this one person. We may not know the side of eternity, but God paused the service. Come on. And lives are changed forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. I mean, there's nothing better than this. There's nothing better. There's nothing better than doing the Lord's will. There is nothing better. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. I'm excited. Praise be to God. What a wonderful God. We are so thankful, Father, for what you did tonight, what you did this morning. Lives change forever. We are so glad we get to be a part of eternal things part of something that actually matters forever. We are so thankful, Father, you've called us to do this together as a body of believers, serving you together, doing your will together, seeing lives change forever. What a great God you are. What a loving Father you are. What a merciful God you are. We are so thankful of how good you are to us. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Father. We, 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 as we do, we do not take any glory in this place, Father. No man gets the glory in this house, only you. So, Father, we turn back now, as we always do, and we give you, our great God, all the praise, all the honor, all the power, all the praise, glory and honor, power, go to our God forever and ever and ever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you, Father. And the church said, Amen. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like this podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find our website at packbible.org. That's P-A-C-B-I-B-L-E dot org. We hope you join us again next week. Thank you.